Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with a great offer from Comcast Business. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $650 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle when you buy online. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Prepaid card offer ends 9-21-21. Call or go online for details. Well, the news and uh, UFC legend Anderson Silva are going to join us as well in this half of the show. First, I'll tell you about LifeLock. Federal laws limit liability on credit card fraud, but there aren't the same safeguards for your retirement account. Protect it with two-factor authentication. Consolidate plans. Update your password and check your account frequently. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our info at risk on the Internet. In an instant, cyber criminals could harm your finances and your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your Social Security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, They'll send you an alert, right, Dawson? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code ADAM. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use promo code ADAM for 25% off. Give me the news with Grad. News with Gino Grad. Breaking viral weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gina Grass, the face on TMZ, Joe Biden, Kamala, beat news with Gina, Gina Grass. The news with Gina Grad. I am now completely fascinated with Five Acres. I just want to tell you a couple things. There's a timeline. It opened in 1888. That facility was in downtown LA. In 1921, they moved to Altadena, where your dad worked. And then I'm going through all the timeline, the timeline. Now, when your dad would have been there, uh, in, in 1981, Five Acres Therapeutic School opens for severely emotionally disturbed children. So yeah. Is that who he was sort of tending to, I guess? That was me and my sister. Right. <laughs> Well, we'll do this free anyway. Uh, if I ate another one of these fucking flank steaks that tastes like gristle with uh, ricotta cottage That's cheese on, I'm going to fucking kill myself, old man. And you'd be right, too. That's right. Uh, so they have tons of programs. Like they're an adoption agency now. They have tons of different programs. I, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, let's talk another local story real quick. Uh, Tinhorn Flats. We may have a conclusion to this story, and it's not a great one. Uh, the months-long dispute between the popular sports bar, which we've talked about many times on this show, and the city of Burbank came to an end Tuesday morning after the owners of Tinhorn Flats were evicted from the property by the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. This is according to KFI News. The eviction is a separate issue from a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction that was in, uh, issued by the L.A. County judge after the owners continued to operate despite uh, the health permit saying no. Yeah. Let me add a little bit to this because I read the story and, and I was taken by the fact that the person who evicted the owner of the property had the same last name as the owner of right. the business they evicted and I was like what the fuck did the mom evict the son I think the ex-wife Gary goes like yeah ex-wife mm-hmm. I'm like oh, I don't make sense 
So uh, I think you'll like this quote, though. She got the property in the divorce. Wow. So in an interview with The New Yorker, owner Barrett LePagian said officials were attempting to take his business away. He said, honestly, if the rules came straight from God, I wouldn't do it. Uh, Went to high school with Barrett in my graduation class. So now what? I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of this going on in the world sort of in general, which is um, this thing started over really nothing in terms of whatever the – so it's basically – it's like saying – so it started over outdoor dining, which never turned out to be a thing. Right. I don't know why we ever shut that down. We're nuts. Fine. Then it – then it took on a life of its own. And then 10 minutes later, everyone's like, well, there's nothing wrong with outdoor dining. It's like, it doesn't matter. We're on to our own thing now. Well, so it's almost like you getting into a huge feud with a neighbor because you accuse them of you know stealing your jello mold or something. You got off and running. And then at some point, you figured out that they never stole your jello right. mold, but it didn't matter yeah, because it was still it was still on. Right. We're doing a lot of that. I think people do it in relationships. Yeah. People do it, you know, sort of micro and macro. Right. And it's like, I don't know. My thing is, is once we circle back to the thing that was inaccurate or didn't happen, then there's got to the be a way to apart. figure it out. Well, yes. and sorry, let me just say okay. that um, it is extra punitive now and ironic that on the day everything opens back up, they get evicted. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm wondering if there's a little bit of the uh, cancer patient going up with the pilot, you know, uh, it's all over. So let's fucking do this anyway, because... I was thinking, why, why, why dig your heels in so much when the end is near? When you know mm-hmm. June fifteenth, this is all gonna you know lift, and we're all gonna go back to whatever. Did he know that the the ex wife was gonna give him the fucking boot? And he's like, I'm at this point well, burning all down, scorched yeah. earth. Exactly. That that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. Well, when the decree for no outdoor dining went down. I don't doubt that there was, was an element of like you know righteous I know, justice. I don't know what month that was, but. But well, this is a long time in the making, though, right? This doesn't happen all of a sudden. Divorce I, and property, and you know, and mm. uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know when they got divorced. I have no idea. I don't know if they got divorced ten years ago and they were just running their business, or they got divorced fifteen minutes ago, and this is an issue. But well, either way, it made Barrett a folk hero. From someone who's been there, they just moved everything to their outdoor patio, right. and they were continuing with business. And I think when the out, I think. I think the problem is, is we said no indoor dining, only outdoor dining. And so businesses went through great measures to move outdoors Mm -hmm. and do all the things and get the heaters and put the shrubs up and do all the stuff. And they were all spent a bunch of money and a bunch of time and a bunch of calories. And then when they said no outdoor dining, which wasn't backed by any science, a very small number of them, including Tin Horn and Flats, went, fuck that. That's the only business we have. And... Depending on your wiring, they were probably at their saturation level. California's, you know, got a lot of rules, and Burbank has more rules even than California. Like Burbank is super sticky with right. with rules, and that's probably what happened. But either way, uh, they'll be missed. <laughs> So yet, and something that is another eyesore to the community over the past year and a half is just another closed business with a lease with sign a f- and a cardboard, you know, boxes and Does shit. Still have a fence around it. I don't know. It had a real permanent fence around it. 
Now, you couldn't get the city of Burbank to pick up a love seat that you put out <laughs> on the sidewalk, but you could. They're Johnny on the spot with the fencing on yeah. small businesses. They'll shut Ugh. you down. Yeah. They may, they may still get a check out of the, the city of Burbank. Yeah, there's, oh there it is. It's got a real, real fence around and, it. And how many, you know, sandbags in front of that door? Hundred. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That looks great. That's that's a quality of life issue for the for the neighbors. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so we talked to, with Chris about uh, people going crazy at the uh, stadium, and people are just losing it loosely, quickly, everywhere, always now. And the newest wild scene is a uh, McDonald's in Ravenna, Ohio. Ooh. Yeah. Theory. Um, I blame Starbucks. Oh. Everyone's beaked up on caffeine like all day, mm. every day. There, wow. there was no... When I was a kid, you didn't have coffee at four in the afternoon. Like, it, it nobody did. It was like, you'd go... Beverage. You might go into a diner and have a cup of coffee mm. with your eggs, right. and then that was that was it. Right. I mean, there might be a coffee pot at a business, but take a look at the coffee pot. It's like it'd have cobwebs in mm-hmm. it and shit. And the stain on the bowl on the glass. Everybody's got themselves like a Red Bull or a mm-hmm. Rockstar mm-hmm. or a Grande Latte, yep. whatever. Then there are now. There's some pharmaceuticals involved. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's on something. And the, and the coffee's weaponizing it. Yeah, like it's it's supercharging yeah. whatever the farm. So everyone's got like something in their veins these days. They're chewing Nicorette. They got a Red Bull. Mm. They got a little Valium wow. in them or something. And they're fucking. It's got a can't can't account for nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, let's let's give a, a quick peek to what happened here. So. This customer went crazy because she wasn't allowed to mix all three flavors in her slushie. Why that's a rule, I don't know. But she was literally was this? in Ohio at a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, later identified as Sharice Helena Cleveland, uh, decided to walk behind the counter and get herself her slushie. Workers tried to stop her. They start throwing punches. I have two clips. Why is so, that not allowed? I, it, it, this whole thing could have been so avoided. So far I'm on her side. But I'm going to show you what sh- what happens. And if you listen closely, this is maybe 45 seconds. She gives sort of a weird explanation as to why she's going crazy. But just this is the first clip. She's already behind the counter. Pushing just really hits the boss. Don't touch her. By the way, get away from her. Get your hands up. She just threw a right punch. Get your hands up. Yeah. Pushes her hard again. Okay, so listen. She says, I'm sorry, I've been up all day. And then grabs the boss's mask, slams it down, and... Throws everything day. off the counter. So, all right, she's. I'm telling you, she's on medication. She's on a bunch of anti so, this and a bunch of anti. Sounds that. like it, especially since she and and there's more to this, and it gets crazier. But she does take a minute, and she's like, "I've been up all day." Like, well, what does that even mean? But there's Definitely something not going, a Jew. right. So then workers showed uh, a lot of restraint. Nice palate cleanser for the Lily White guys going at it at mm, the stadium mm-hmm. for me. That's right. Uh, they back. they showed That's some restraint, right. although the, the boss. Just asking. The boss didn't just saying. <laughs> just something. The boss mm-hmm. not super confrontational. The her employee very confrontational. Get away from my boss. Get away from my boss. And now this the, is what happens. Uh, okay, the saddest tableau in this entire mm. picture here. Yeah. 
tapestry of, of humanity. Yeah. Is the seventy-three-year-old guy coming from behind the I'm grill? I'm so glad you that, said that. That guy. I'm. <laughs> That's so- part of my "What Went Wrong" series, where I want to take my son and daughter to go to the McDonald's to find the elderly guy working the grill, to find the guy at the Home Depot standing in the plumbing aisle who with the vest on, yes. and go. What went wrong? How I'm, did we get here? I I was I bet myself I, that you would I, notice him. And by the way, I will not accept. Oh, I was a highly decorated engineer, Lockheed, for you know fifty years. I retired. I just want to stay busy. Yeah. Well, no, 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 the, no, no. you're working with handicapped kids. You're not fucking making fillet of fish. Yeah, you're not. You're not consulting, right? Um, and also, I get it. He's elderly, and we don't know his story. But like, feel free to jump in and help your coworkers. The these little ladies who. But I'm going to show you this these next are, clip. These must be confusing times to anyone over 70. They've never seen two women fight their entire life. And now they're just seeing chicks just fucking throw down at every target. They they gotta be like, what is going on? (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet. So in the next clip, the woman, uh, Sharice, goes and gets behind the uh, soda fountain. There's more? Yes. Fills up some ice. And it's like, what is she doing with that ice? She is going to go. I'm going to tell for people who can't see the clip. She's going to go back around the corner, throw the ice at them, and then receive the beatdown of her life. Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you, I I feel like the manager got her mask ripped off as the one who's going to throw the punches. Oh, oh no. It's the employee. The one who wants to exact vengeance for her boss. Mm. Here we go. Wrestles over the ground and watches. So she throws an uppercut. Oh, that's Grabs ground. And, that's ground and pound. That's ground, ground and pound. She says, "I'll destroy you." World star. <laughs> People are so gross. So then, she, I like that she's wearing the intercom headpiece. Yeah. So someone's sitting in their van, like waiting, just going, "Hey, God, a fucking bug, you new asshole!" So can uh, I add cheese? So I super size that for oh, bitch. I bust your fucking press on nail off in your cornea, cunt. Uh, okay, I got my kids in the car. There's a happy meal cut off, and bitch, I fucking kick your ass. Like, Daddy, be- see if there's SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's got that fucking head thing on. She's working the drive-thru. You're right. So Mm. she takes her down. The cops come. And when the cops come, Cheyenne, the customer, starts pounding on the women again, the workers. So they they cuff her. In front of the cops. Yes. That's why the cops Cops are like, well, we know who to deal with right now. No longer deterrence for people throwing punches at each other. Used to be people got their shit together pretty fast when the popo rolled up. They are witnessing her punching the employees. Unclear, again, why she wasn't allowed to mix her slushies, but you'd think that she would have reacted better. Do you guys remember when the cops would show up at a house party and you're a teenager and everyone's had to drop their beers and and just run? Yes. Yeah, the, of course. The cops just meant something. Now it's like fuck them. Yeah, jump on them or twerking on their hood. <laughs> and the cop that showed up looked like the pastiest, like least confrontational young man on the planet. But he still handcuffed her. Um, there was a video also of a guy. <laughs> so they had to close. I think seventeen CVSs or yes, Rite Aids 17. or something in like San Francisco yeah. area because again, so 
unintended circumstances. So we go consequences. consequences. Yeah, unintended consequences. So we go. We're tired of locking up all these people for petty crimes. Mm-hmm. No longer. So then someone goes. Well, then we'll just make it $999 and anything under. We're not going to lock those people up. And then the people quickly figure this out. And then they go to the CVSs mm-hmm. and they just start ripping off things up to that amount. Right. And now the CVS goes out of business. And then the same people who made the law go, how dare you leave our community? Uh-huh. These are communities of need. You know, it's like, sure. yeah, yeah, we're trying to run a fucking business and you guys don't enforce the law. So right. we're getting all our shit ripped off. So we're going to pack it in and move. To a nice neighborhood. Right. And then then the underserved oh. community is now less served. The irony, though, is that these are nice neighborhoods. This is San Francisco. The properties are a million dollars each. Right. You know what Scary. I mean? It's, well, yeah, it's not nice. It's just a less enforced. Or so, more, sorry, more enforced. Yeah. It's so the the <laughs> there's a video. 17 stores closed in San Francisco. The guy with past. the trash bag in the bag? Yes, yeah. The guy just rode his bike uh, in and just started bike. Fill, Oh, it was a so lift like bike. like a sorry. stolen bike. Uh, they're accessories. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's consistent and just yeah. started filling his garbage bag and just rode it rode it out of the store. Well, a security guard and a customer are filming him and he's like, no mind. And from what the news said, because one guy was like, well, you know, if you're stealing, you probably need it. And the anchor, the woman anchor was like, "Uh, those are hair products. It's not mm. vitamins or, you know. Hope we got some body on tap. That's right. So, and so the guy out. made a half-hearted attempt yeah. to swipe out. Rides right out. The, the rules for the security guards is you can't confront right. anyone. So, And uh, why should you? Are you getting paid enough for that? Uh, no, but why we have security guards. Like there? So yeah. the new – so if you're – a junkie and the rules are you can go up to $999 and the security guy can't do shit. Well, then why not head on in and, yeah. and do what you got to do? And, and this guy's just expediting the thing instead of leaving the bike on the curb like everyone else. Right. Full ride it right in. And when we talk about bystanders, was it really necessary for what sounded like an able bodied young gentleman in McDonald's not to pull the women off each other, but to yell world star, world star. and keep... <laughs> And keep filming. That was nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about something a little more, uh, a little more upbeat. And somebody that Adam, I think you could definitely hang with. You would love this guy. Guy named Nate Carroll of Winnicani, uh, Wisconsin. He broke a world record by completing one million five hundred thousand two hundred thirty-one push-ups within the span of twelve months, and used the challenge to raise money for the Tunnels to Towers Foundation. That's a group that helps housing for families of officers and firefighters who were killed in the line of duty. Nate averaged forty-one hundred push-ups a day. Sometimes got to seven thousand, all while you know working and been being a dad or whatever. His advice. Now tell me if this sounds familiar. His advice about how he accomplished this task is. Even goals that seem impossible can be achieved when they are broken down into daily manageable chunks. Yes. And we talk about eating a Buick. Yes. Ground it up, powderize it, <laughs> eat a teaspoon every morning, and eat you can eat a Buick yeah. eventually. Yeah. He feels the same way. Got to break stuff off into small chunks, like 7,000 push-ups a day. <laughs> small, manageable chunks. Right. Manageable, manageable for chunks. For all of us. Well, let's... Yeah. Who's verifying this? Because what do you mean oh, well, throughout the day? Well, it's a world day, record. I know it's a world record, but could you have someone dispatch to you? Probably, for- he could flip his smartphone on or a camera on while he's doing the push-ups yeah, i guess you got to chronicle it yeah yeah i guess there's a lot of rules about how you chronicle i mean of course, guinness has specific rules right. i don't know if this is a verified guinness or just he just did it himself and it's a new story That's i would good. hope not gave the money to the 
the thing. Good I see Mark yeah. Wahlberg, I think, does like the spokesperson for those. Uh, bridge and tunnel. I think. Uh, t- uh, tunnel and it's bridge. Tu- tunnel to towers. Tunnels to tower. Tunnel yeah. to towers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another guy that uh, is following in your footsteps, Adam. A night of heavy drinking led one Chicago man to find a hangover cure while pulling off what everyone's calling an impressive feat. Dan O'Connor woke up the morning of June 13th of last year with a brutal hangover. And instead of a little hair of the dog, he walked down to Lake Michigan, dove in. He said it felt so good, he decided to do it. Every single day. I remember this is Chicago. On Saturday, a crowd of friends and fans watched O'Connor take the plunge in the lake for the 365th consecutive day. He admits it was tough to do in the winter <laughs> when the lake was icy, but he loved doing it every day and said he could, quote, dive in the water and it would clear the palate and cleanse the day and start anew. Well, if you think about... And he's fundraising, too. I love drinking. You think, <laughs> you think, you think about that feeling of being hungover... Um, and again, if you fell off a crab boat in Alaska, you would never think, well, I'm in the Bering Straits and I'm hungover. Right. You no. just go, I'm What's fucking freezing. Yes. Like it is a, it's a, it's a little, you know, three stooges, like your shin hurts. So pound your thumb with right. a hammer exactly. and all, you'll focus on your, yep. your thumb, but it does, does wake your shit up. Yeah. It does get you, it does get you going. All right, we should uh, bring it home because I think Anderson Silva's gonna, Silva's going to. Uh, Let's do zoom that. In. All right, I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. I'm going to fuck your boy up. Gina, Gina. That was the news with Gina Grad. A lot of fighting going on yeah. out there. You guys need a little uh, humble CBD that's based right. out of Southern California. Humble makes insanely great hemp derived CBD products for any occasion. Humble's committed to helping you stay grounded no matter what life brings. Their line of CBD products is geared to help you focus, relax, recover, and more. Only for my listeners. Humble's offering 25% off your first order. That is site-wide. Just use the promo code ADAM and you can save on your entire order site-wide. So what do you do? Head to www.humble.com. CBD.com and choose any product that meets your needs. And again, once you go there, you'll get 25% off your first order, but you got to let them know I sent you. Use the promo code Adam. Stay grounded with humble CBD. Well, legendary UFC fighter and boxer as well. I think he's had a couple of professional boxing matches. I'll look into that. Uh, Anderson, the spider, Silva, on right after this. Adam Carolla fans, you asked and we listened. Now is your chance to smell Adam's balls. Smell Adam's balls. With his new scented candle, it's the perfect Father's Day gift. A limited edition, this smells like my balls, Adam Carolla candle. There are less than 100 left, so get yours now. Only 35 bucks, and right now you can get free shipping with any order over $100. So check out all we have to offer at adamcarolla.com. Bougie Parfum Le Corolla's Balls. Smell Adam's Balls. Order yours now at adamcarolla.com. Anderson the Spider Silva has joined us, former UFC middleweight champion, kind of a all-timer UFC Definitely um, pound for pound guy, 
guy grew up, I didn't grow up watching, but as I was watching, uh, any fan of the UFC is a huge fan of Anderson Silva's. Good, good to, uh, good to meet you. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, sir. Thanks for your time. Yeah, my, my pleasure. I was going to be here anyway. You're, you're at the gym right now? Yeah, I go start my training right now. Uh, the fight, it's a tribute to the Kings, and it is uh, coming up Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, on Fight TV. That's F-I-T-E dot TV. And not only is Anderson fighting, but the uh, co-main event is Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. against Hector Camacho Jr., which sounds insane. Julio's record is 107 and six. So that's a guy's had a few pro pro fights. And Camacho Jr. is uh, no slouch either. 58 wins and uh, seven losses as well. So uh, Anderson, uh, you're you're obviously always good with your hands. UFC is a mixed martial arts game. This is a boxing game. You you do obviously train in boxing and when you train in mixed martial arts and you've had one professional boxing match. Well, I have uh, amateur uh, fights, a couple amateur fights and uh, two professionals. But of course, this is the different level, you know, but I'm very exciting. You know, I'm very, I'm very happy to be here. And that's my, myself in putting uh, something with my coach teach me and inside the, the ring, you know, and for me, it's just for uh, challenge myself, you know. Are you guys going to be wearing 10 ounce gloves, eight ounce gloves? It's 10 ounce. 10 ounce. So that's got to be nice <laughs> for you after being used to being hit with the, I don't know, zero ounce UFC gloves, right? Uh, I mean, hopefully. The, I think so. <laughs> uh, are, are, what's your standing with the UFC? Are you retired from the UFC? Are you going to come back? What's the plan there? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I finished my contract with UFC. I'm free. And uh, now I just try to enjoy every single challenge I have. You know, maybe after that I go fight Jiu-Jitsu, maybe fight Mutai, kickboxing. I don't know. But right now, I just try to enjoy my moments, enjoy the life, and doing something I love is fight. Who do you? Uh, what do you think about the UFC right now? Like, um, are you liking the John Jones fight uh, that may be coming up with? Um, oh God, what's his name? Well, I'm suspect Francis and Ganya. Sorry, John Jones for me is my little brother. You know, and uh, I love John Jones a lot. In I think John Jones started training for many, many years uh, to back to fight, you know, and uh, I'm very excited for see John Jones fight again. Uh, how well do you know John Jones? Wow. I, I big friend with John Jones for many, many years, you know, when he started in UFC. And uh, I have an amazing relationship with uh, uh, John Jones. 
I don't. I don't. I've never interviewed John Jones. I don't. I don't know that much really? about him. You need to do that. I'd He's love a very to do it. Good guy. And is he uh, going to be able to get up big enough to fight Francis and Ganya? Wow, you know, fight is fight, but uh, I believe in John Jones have a chance for prove how is the best pound for pound in this sport. You know, the uh, Anderson defeated or defended, I should say, the uh, title ten times before uh, getting beat by Chris Weidman. If anyone remembers that fight, Anderson was clowning Chris Weidman, and Chris Weidman punched him while he was clowning, and that was the end of the fight. Do you want to? You probably don't want to discuss that, but it, it, it's a it's a it's a clip that everyone has uh, seen. What what happened in that moment? Well, you know, it's fight is a is a very interesting. In one moment, you make one fail. You're done, you know. You can, you can. It's a too much details, you know. And uh, Chris is an amazing fight, and came the the champion in UFC. You know, I respect a lot. In uh, both fights, this is so amazing. And uh, I think is uh, the second when I broke my leg is not good for us, no. for sport, you know. But it's a good, entertaining fight, you know. Uh yes. So our we just had a little camera snafu there for a second. So what do you expect? What I I don't know who's favorite. Maybe Chris can uh, look this up for the uh, for the betting favorites. I mean, um, obviously your your opponent has a lot of ring experience, a lot of boxing experience, but you've got tons of ring experience or more octagon experience. What do you uh, what do you expect Saturday night? Well, I expect to do my job, you know, and uh, enjoy the moment, improve my respect for the box fans, you know, and uh, showing my respect for the fighters in this sport, you know, because is is not about uh, prove nothing for anybody. It's just to doing something special for my fans and showing my respect for boxing work, you know. How, you know, we have, you grew up in poverty in in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. Um, we have poverty here in the United yes. States, but it's not, it's not that kind of poverty. Like I was just watching a thing on Roberto Duran and growing up in poverty in Panama is a much different kind of growing up in poverty in the United States. So what was your childhood like? How much poverty was there? Well, it's in my second house right now, you know. Um, is, um, in Brazil, it's uh, so amazing. You know, I have... Uh, Friends, I have a family in Brazil, and the United States is my second round right now. My family lives in LA, and uh, I'm so happy, you know, because I have uh, amazing, good memories to my country. You know, every single time I have a, I have a space in my job in my life, I go to visit my parents, my friends, my family in Brazil. But how did you grow up in Brazil? Amazing, amazing. 
so you were happy even though you didn't have money or <laughs> I I mean um, I mean I'm not poor guy you know and uh, I grew up in a good family you know and uh, I'm I'm lucky because it's not for everybody you know it's not about Brazil is every single uh, country have the same problems you have a uh, people uh, rich, people not rich, you know. But I grew up in a good family, and I'm so happy, you know, because every everything my my mom and my dad teach me, I pass for my sons and continue to do it was for the, the world, you know. Was UFC something you were thinking about when you were younger? Because USC wasn't really established back then. I mean, I guess it kind of, I remember it, you know, from about 20 years ago, they had fights that were kind of fights with Gracie's and geese and, and things like that beforehand. But the UFC didn't really come in or mixed martial arts didn't really come into its own until you were maybe a teenager or early twenties, right? Wow. I remember when I, when I start watching UFC, I just look at the Hoist Gracie, Kenshin Rock, and, uh, you know, Kimbo and uh, the other fighters, you know, and I'm um, saying, wow, one day I go fight this. And I remember my friend start training Jiu-Jitsu because Hoist uh, changed the world, you know, and uh, Hickson Gracie in Japan and Hoist in, in, in U.S. Uh, show it for the world how much the Jiu-Jitsu is special. You know, in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu special, and I'm happy because um, everything I have right now in this sport I have because the Gracie family opened the door for us. You know, and uh, I'm so happy to train jiu-jitsu, to grow up watching Hoist Gracie and Hickson and the Gracie family doing something special for us. When was uh, how old were you when you had your first mis- mixed martial arts fight? Um, twenty one. And do you remember where it was and how much you got paid? Yeah, I fight um, in uh, the city um, very far to my home, and I take the bus with the whole team, and I take. Uh, Three fight, four fights in the same night, <laughs> and um, I don't remember how much I the people pay me, but it's a very interesting fight, you know, because I remember I talked to my my coach, Jiu-Jitsu coach. Uh, I say I never go fight this again. This is crazy sport, and uh, my coach uh, just look at me and I say, okay, don't worry, you you go back home and you go see, and I continue fight. And continue training jiu-jitsu, and uh, I love the sport, you know. Uh, did you win all four of those fights? Yes, yes. <laughs> Are you getting your hands taped right now? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> Let me show you. That's a nice. Oh, you do. Okay, one second. <laughs> He's in the gym. He's in Mexico. You're in Mexico, right? Let's get in your hands, Dave. Yes, I am in Mexico right now. And uh, you're getting a good, you're getting a, not just a wrap, you're getting a good, a good tape. So you're going to start 
you're going to start working out in the next uh, next couple of minutes. <laughs> what do you what do you start off with? Shadow boxing, skipping rope? Like, what's your what's your first? Move? Uh, I start uh, uh, in a bike, uh-huh. in a jump rope for a couple of minutes, third minutes, and I start training. And how much uh, are you watching? Uh, are you watching film? Of uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and putting together a plan like you would if you were going into the uh, octagon? No, this part is for my coach. I just try to keep my focus in my mind for the training here and uh, for watching the clips and the videos for my opponent is my coach do it. I don't, don't do that. I just keep my focus in one thing. Well, the fight. It's called the uh, tribute to the Kings. Anderson is going against uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And that'll be Saturday, the uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific on Fight, F-I-T-E TV. And uh, you can watch the co-main event, which is uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., the man who's he's eight, he's 58 He's only 58. I feel like I've been, I feel like I saw that guy fight all through the 90s and maybe in late the 80s and the 90s. How can he only be 58 years young? And, uh, he's going to be fighting, uh, Hector Camacho Jr., which is, uh, this is, this is insane. Do you have any thoughts on that fight? Anderson, sorry. Wow. You know, First of all, I'm very lucky. And the second one, you know, Camacho and Julio Cesar Chavez is the legends in this sport. You know, imagine you can see the Muhammad Ali today to fight. You know, it's so amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy, you know. I'm so so happy to be here and do something I love is fight in a, in a different sport, boxing. You know, it's a good challenge for myself. I like to learn a lot. And I learned a lot with my coach here and my my sparring partners, you know, little Nico, my son Gabriel, and Eliezer, you know. And Coach Nico helped me a lot. Coach Doria is my my training coach for many years for boxing. And uh, I stay with my family, with my team. It's so amazing. Well, we wish you uh, luck on uh, Saturday night and uh, tell people you can uh, shoot Anderson a, a tweet. Wow. At... It's a very interesting. What? What's going on? Spider Anderson oh, is I'm for sorry. tweet. Sorry. Yeah, it's delayed. Sorry. Uh, spiderkick.com is the, uh, is the website. Anderson Silva, thanks for joining me today and good luck on Saturday night. Oh, thank you. I think Saturday night, the people go see an amazing show for everybody, you know, especially here uh, for the, the people like boxing, you know. It's so amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anderson. Thanks for your time, sir. <clears throat> thank you. Bye. Good luck on uh, on Saturday night. It's insane how nice UFC fighters are. Maybe we're just on a roll this week, but uh, amongst the friendliest people on the planet, unlike folks that go in for slushies at McDonald's. I think there's something about purging yourself every single day. I mean, imagine, imagine what your sort of temperature would be at if you literally punched a heavy bag every day until you could throw no more punches. And then I got hold of you later on that day. You'd just be the most mellow dude on the planet. I think the thing is, is people think, they're going to throw more punches, but 
the reality is, is you're all punched out. All right. I don't know what your uh, what your. Uh, oh, I just want to like listeners is. know um, we're going to be playing Tales from the Cheap on the next show. So if you guys have a good story, give oh, us a call out at okay. one thirty p.m. Pacific. A uh, plug. All right, and uh, Golden, Colorado, Buffalo Rose this Friday, Saturday. Uh, Sonny will be there, so come on out and uh, say hi. Kyle Dunnigan's going to be on Saturday for the live pad uh, pod. Max, uh, Max Pad is going to be playing there as well, a little pre-cocktail party. Anchorage, Alaska coming up July 3rd as well. Live shows everywhere. Go to amcarolla.com. And until next time, it's Adam Carolla for Gina Grad and Ball Brian and Anderson the Spider Silva saying mahalo. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. Catch Gene Grab on the podcast, Easy Listening, and Paul Bryan on the film fault. The rest of us on the water cooler. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744 and get your tickets to see the Ace Man. Get them now at adamcarolla.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there, owning renting you want to save some money how about your bundle bundle your policies at geico geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you got so much to do already go to geico.com get a quote see just how much you could save at geico that is geico.com today that's geico.com Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.